0: Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the grounds crew in 91, worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> he rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl,
1: anybody? 37.
0: 37. Uh, And between Tony and I, we've probably worked about 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Welcome, Browns backers. This is Chuck Campisi and Tony Dick. And we're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? And before we begin, if you do enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. That's at B-L-E-A-V Podcasts. If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Tony, there hasn't been much news coming out of 76 Lou Groza Boulevard since we last spoke. Uh, I got back from the Super Bowl, still kind of trying to recover from that. I know you're planning your trip to Tokyo for the 2020 Olympics, trying to get some tickets, all squared away. We've probably done much more than the Browns have done in the past (laughs) week. Uh, (laughs) As there doesn't seem to be a, a whole lot of new hires, the defensive coaching staff is still uh, vacant, and we have a little bit of revisionist history coming from, you know, guys um, like Jason Lloyd at the Athletic, who I generally like. But um, you know, it states it's clear by now the Browns have wanted to bring Barry back basically since the day he left for Philadelphia. Um, if they wanted him that bad, they could have made him the general manager after they fired Sashi. If I'm not mistaken, he was actually in the building at that time and not in Philadelphia. So if they, if they wanted him that badly, they probably could have had him. Um, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. So what do you got, Tony, in the fact that Joe Woods are widely regarded candidate for defensive coordinator. Uh, hey, as soon as the Super Bowl ends, this is the done deal. Um, I bought into it a little bit. Uh, doesn't
1: seem to necessarily be
0: transpiring as quickly as we thought.
1: Well, I, I think this is, you know, this has been a theme, right? I, I mean, we we were given a list of guys that were definitely going to come here, definitely going to give us a look, and I mean, if you look at the coaching staff that's put together, you know, on offense, we've got uh, Alex Van Pelt. We talked about that last week. I don't know how it's I mean, it's safe higher. I don't think it's like a wow higher. Yeah. We now have a chief of staff, which um, never had before. So maybe that was the piece that was missing. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got that now, and in in, uh, Cali Bronson, Uh, and then offensive line Bill Callahan. Once again, you know, say probably not even a middle of the road. That's kind of a subpar. I don't know what you're getting there. Stump Mitchell, can't complain about Stump. Obviously, he was here last year. And, um, you know, the running game was underutilized, but when it was utilized, it worked well. It was the, really, the, other than special teams, the only highlight of the season. So the three coaches we capped,
0: uh, you know, at least uh, earned their stripes to a certain extent last year. Yeah,
1: yeah. you know, so then, then you rounded out with Chad O'Shea and uh, Drew Petzing. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Um, I, I could say those six names a uh, hundred times, and I don't think uh, <laughs> it gets any better. I, I mean, it's, it, you know, and, I, and like I said, I, I'm not I'm not here to make fun of these guys or make light of the fact that we haven't been able to get anybody, but, I mean, we, honestly, uh, where are all the big names that, that we thought were coming here? And it's sad when you go, you, you know, you go to the website and, and you scroll on coaches, and I just, it's just... Not an impressive group, and and there are no defensive coaches. So um, I I think that's probably the most uh, you know I mean I know they said Joe Woods was in
0: the building yesterday um, on Wednesday, and we're recording this on on Thursday, February sixth, and and hopefully we'll have announcement by the end of the day um, that he is in fact going to be um, the defensive coordinator. But yes, there are multiple sides to the game of football, um, and and we probably need someone. Uh, coordinating the defensive side of the ball.
1: Well, you, you know, it, to compare to compare the situation we're in to what a winning organization looks like, I, I remember a couple years ago when we were in Houston for you know, Super Bowl 51, okay? Probably one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time. Yep. Uh, it, well, we could at least say top three, just to make everybody yeah, okay, feel yeah, good, yeah, yeah. just to avoid an argument. Yeah. So after that game's over, at the podium, you've got Bill, uh, you know, Bill Belichick, and what does Bill say? You know he's happy that they won, but he's got to get back to work be, because the fact that they were in the Super Bowl it it caught his you know off season in preparation for the next season by three weeks. So he's like, we're three weeks behind everybody else. We got to get going. Well, look at this team that we have now. Like, we don't even have a defensive coaching stat in staff. We did not send a full squad down to the, you know, senior day, or, uh, you know, the senior bowl. Uh, I, I mean, it, it, everything we've been doing is just kind of, that. Ah, you know, it'll it'll all come together. That's the same approach we had last year. Remember last year when we didn't have to worry about the preseason because we got all these rock stars, <laughs> we're going to be fine. And it's like we never learned from our mistakes. We went into last season half-heartedly, and look what happened, and now we're following it up with another half-hearted attempt at the start of a season with no coaches. I mean, I guess last year when we were half-hearted, we had a full staff of coaches. Now we're going to try it, I guess, with half a staff. Yeah, I, I, and
0: and the funny thing to me is, I get I get waiting on Joe Woods as is maybe your defensive coordinator role. Like, if you know that's going to be your guy, that's fine. Unless he's bringing all of his buddies from the 49ers, wouldn't you just simply ask him, hey, Joe, who else do you want us to fill out your defensive coaching staff with. If if Stefansi's not making those calls, right, Joe, who are you comfortable with on that staff? And let's start interviewing those guys, and let's start seeing if they want to come. So even if we have a defensive backs coach, and a linebackers coach, and a defensive line coach, and no defensive coordinator, I still feel a heck of a lot better than not having literally any coaches on the defensive side of the ball. Like, you could have done those steps without... You know, you, there's back channels to all of this stuff. It's not like they never have talked to Joe's agent. It's not like he's never not communicating with Kevin. It's, you know, so all this tampering stuff, we know it happens. It's fine. We don't want it necessarily out in the bright light. It happens behind the scenes. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But why not then just fill out the rest of the staff?
1: I mean, you know, Riddle me that, I guess. <laughs> I think, no, no, you're asking the wrong guy on that one. I, I just... I, I just I, I don't know and there's you know and then you you've got a defense that that needs work. I mean they're they're coming off a season which I think they underproduced. I know we can um I don't know. We I guess you could blame it on you know the the league picking on us and suspending Miles Garrett, but I, I mean uh <laughs> I don't know. I just I I think it's something where we 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 are so far behind everyone else. I think anybody that watched that Super Bowl last week on Sunday, I don't think anybody who watched that game who's honest with themselves could say that the Browns are relatively close to either one of those two teams. I mean, so if you look at how far away we are, I think look at how far we are away from competing in the division. Um, You know... Well, and that's the thing. I mean,
0: you're looking at that division, and Roethlisberger's coming back next year. I mean, Lamar Jackson's coming back next year. And and granted, there's been some contestation of whether he's going to go to Cincinnati or not or force a trade or something like that, right? You know, and he he will be a rookie even if he ends up in Cincinnati. But you have Joe Burrow going to Cincinnati as well. That's a – you know, at least you have two pro bowlers minimum in your division. And you have one guy who is – You know, as highly rated, if not as high, if not more so than the quarterback you have with the Browns. So you're at best the third
1: place from a quarterback standpoint, just in your own division. Although, although I guess in defense of the of the Browns, even though Pittsburgh has Roethlisberger, although you know the the MVP of the league is going back to Baltimore, and then. Obviously, the MVP of college football is probably going to Cincinnati. Those three teams, though, have not committed to analytics. So, I mean, we do have the upper hand in in that regard. So, you know, I guess maybe we're counting on that. Like, we are so far ahead of everyone because of our outside-the-box thinking that, I mean, really, we could take our time on... You know, getting the getting the coaching staff together. And, hey, he and said he's going to see- focus on scouting. So don't don't, don't give me that. So I know scouting I mean, centered,
0: <laughs> scouting <yeah>. centered. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, clearly not coaching centered. Incorporate but, information, <laughs> research, and insights into the decision making. There we go. So, um, so we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe that's a new analytics. Is that we don't need uh, defensive coaches because offensive uh, football is mm-hmm. what wins. So we don't need to play defense. Just get the ball in the hands of uh, our offense and we're good to go. Works for Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, it'll work for the Browns. So, as the week moves forward, what do you expect to see? I don't know, before Valentine's Day, Tony, right? Everybody's uh, going to take their sweetheart out on Friday, you know? What do you got? Uh, what, the, what, what do the Browns need to do to make you a happy Valentine by Friday of
1: next week? Well, I, at this point, hiring any coach, I guess, is, you know, because that, that's the bottom line. If you're not going to get the guy you want, you got to get someone. I mean, it goes back to '99, right? I mean, we didn't get the guy we wanted, but you had to, you had to throw Chris Palmer in there and just run with it. At some point. um you you're going to have to get somebody in the building and get going because not only are we talking about not having a defensive coordinator you've got all those other positions and yeah you could say hey maybe he has friends that he's got in in mind we've been down this road before like oh, yeah. we've got all these coaches we've hired that have friends and uh, you know none of their friends <laughs> end up showing up i mean i uh, i just watched the movie stripes the other day and it, it reminds me of the uh, the bill murray uh scene where um they're all standing in the line and in the uh Sergeant Hulka says, hey, you know, whoever did this, go ahead and take one step forward. And he kind of gives that fake half step, and then everybody <laughs> steps forward and he, he steps back. I mean, that's what we've got. We've got all these people who, you know, they were going to be our leaders, they were going to be the coaches that we were going to hire and the people we were going to bring in, and nobody really stepped forward. Everybody kind of gave that kind of a half half step and stepped back to where they were at. And I don't know, as a result, I just... i I don't know. I feel like every week I'm saying the same thing. Well, but, it's. I mean, I mean it's, it's interesting
0: because you're looking at the... I mean, the, our season ended two months ago. <laughs> I mean, what... And you're looking <laughs> at the roster, right? We don't have an assistant general manager. We don't have a director of college scouting. We don't have a quarterback's coach. And we have no defensive coaches.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's just like you've said. It, it seems like everybody says, oh, well, we got this taken care of. We got this taken care of. And it never gets taken care of. And it's always waiting to the last minute. And as you've said... Multiple times, you end up getting who's ever left, yeah. right? You get the guy that the loses. best of the worst, yeah. <laughs> and, and and that might not be the case because how do we even know they're the best of the worst just because they were the last person fired or the you know last person hired? Um, so it's it's tough situation from from an organizational standpoint, from a fan standpoint, to sit here and see this organization do this year after year after year. And I don't think anybody was angry that Freddie was let go but I think Browns fans have a right to be angry at the moment in the way that the fleshing out of the organization has happened not necessarily in who they've hired right I'm not even talking about who they've hired but just in terms of the way they've gone about the hirings it seems like everything is taking way too long and I know you don't want to rush into these things because that's what Teams have done in the past, and it has not been successful. But we've seemed to always wait, and that's never been successful for us either. Well, then uh,
1: you know, I I don't I, I kind of understand the the philosophy of not rushing into a hiring, but it's funny that it's coming from an organization that is okay with rushing into the firing. I, I mean, we we can we can rush in and fire people, but we can't rush in and hire people. I you know I I just yeah I don't know. There's not a whole heck of a lot of thought going in into the. One end, but obviously, I don't even know if plenty of thought, plenty of time more than thought. Uh, I, I don't think with a lot of these moves, you could say there was a lot of thought put into it. I no, mean, some of the firings have been. Oh, that, you, you know, know, the, the structure ill-timed. of the front office, the structure of the front office right now. How could you say you've put time and effort into uh, thinking this through where every day you've got somebody you know, contradicting what the other person's saying, and and you've already got a head coach who looks like he's fighting for uh, relevance. Um, You know, it's almost as if he's been, you know, kind of, you know, he's lashing out saying, well, I will be involved in personnel decisions, where it it almost looks like with the structure he's not going to be involved. I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't know how that would work, but... We'll I mean, see. We'll best see. of luck
1: with that. I mean, you've already got your third choice of head coach, and now he's already salty before you've even <laughs> started uh, going. Uh, heck, he's already salty before he's been able to assemble his coaching staff. Um, I don't know. Well, and maybe that's
0: why it's been difficult fleshing out the coaching staff, right, is that people see some of that happening, and they're like, why, you know, as you've said before, why would I go to an organization where, those issues exist and and put my future on the line for that organization
1: yeah. and, and, and I mean I don't know like I said the defense it's a work in progress you could say there's talent there but I, I think the talent was there all last season and we really I mean what did we do I mean against the run they were terrible against the pass there was flashes of brilliance but um, and then of course the captain of your team is a guy who you know, clearly doesn't have it together to the point where he's, you know, beating people over the head with their helmets. Uh, I mean, so who wants to walk into that scenario? I mean, that's what you get to be in charge of, right? Uh, a defense that was getting gashed in the run game was kind of sporadic as far as interceptions um, and, and defending, uh, you know, in the secondary. And you know, you're on a team that just over the last five years has not been. Well, I say five years, but uh, 20. 20 years. But <laughs> Sands won. I mean, the other year we made the playoffs was was awesome. That was a magical season. It was a magical season. Yeah, magical. We season. call it the uh, the mirror. That was our miracle at Richfield. Uh, <laughs> I but um, no, so I, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I, I would have thought a week ago we would be, you know, we would be talking about this fully assembled coaching staff, and we're not. And in the fact that we're drifting away, it, it it kind of reminds me of the kid who. You know, knows when his papers due, and he just keeps kicking it, kicking it back, kicking it back, kicking the can down the road, and then all of a sudden the night before, um, he turns out a, a C paper because they just, you know, haven't really paid it any attention, and I think that's where we're at. I think we're headed for a C, C paper.
0: Well, you said seven and nine, right? You predicted the yeah. 2020 season in uh, January of 2020, so
1: uh, C plus is C paper is probably seven and nine. Yeah, so. I mean, the, the wait till next year shouldn't start until the season's over, but I guess then we get started early, right? <laughs> hey, it's, you know, it's uh, always 2021, 20, right? <laughs> you said, you
0: said, we're looking ahead, we're part of the future. That's uh-huh. the way it goes. So I think that's all we have for you today, Browns Backers. Since it's been a lackluster week on the hiring front, we'll give you a slightly shorter pod for this week. Again, we're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? You can subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher Luminary, Tune In. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. At B-L-E-A-V podcasts. Tony, any final thoughts?
1: Well, no, I, I mean I just I don't I don't feel like we need to apologize for uh, having a much shorter podcast i just feel like um you know our our effort is maybe a direct reflection of the effort to hire a coaching staff <laughs> i mean there's really not much to, I, I mean what can you even talk about i mean maybe what potential potential free agents out there we talk about uh, whether or not cream hunts uh, which i think he's probably gone next year well then if that's the case this running game that that we talked about what's that look like next year um well i think we, i think we can you got to wait to get into that stuff until you actually have
0: some of those positions filled, right? It's it's hard to talk about who the team may draft if you don't have a director of college scouting. You know, it, it's hard to talk about who may or may not be on an offensive or defensive side of the ball when you don't have those coaching staffs complete. Yeah, um, I mean, you can make assumptions, and and we'll get into plenty of the draft stuff as we move through February and into March, and, and obviously into April and and approach the draft, but. Right now, let's see how everything plays out from a coaching staff standpoint. I think that should be the number one priority of every single person in the building. But it does not seem to be at the moment. So so thanks for listening, Browns backers. And we'll talk to you next time.
1: Coach check. Chub check.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.